Hi, Chris. Oh, hey, hey, uh, hey, Bill. Uh, do you think uh, do you think Dave's coming? <laughs> Did you send him a link? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no. What are you drinking? Bill, I am drinking a rosé. Uh, I forget the name of the uh, the winery that puts it out, but it's a rosé. Uh, I also have a melon cart back, so it's a it's a it's a Golden Road melon cart that has champagne in it. I just have that over to the side in case I run out of this rosé because I only brought one deep pour of rosé. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's what I got going on because it, it it's a it's a wonderful day. I've been at the beach all day and uh, and well, champagne seems to be the right move. You, Bill, what are you drinking um, besides penis? I made a rum Manhattan. Hmm. Uh, I put a little whiskey in it though, uh, just because I felt like the rum was so sweet that oh. I wanted a little more booze. Um, I want. I wanted to sort of remove some of the sweetness so that when I added the vermouth, we kind of had a balance. You wanted to feel a little bit more pain and not the sweetness. <laughs> what? Um, what rum? Uh, privateer. Okay. So here's my suggestion. Privateer is um, a, a rum out of New England. Uh, Alicia's brother-in-law. Yeah, that that I mean that's nice that you've got the connection, but I wouldn't trust it. It's from Massachusetts. Um, so you know, uh, here's what I would suggest: used to make amazing rum. I mean, I mean, I don't want to know when the neighbor you, upstairs what, explained it to me one day. Oh yeah, I, I bet it's during bad times. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know when they were making good rum. Uh, here, but Bacardi eighteen. Um, I, I, I would suggest using that next time. It is honestly like for a really decent rum, relatively cheap. I mean, that thing couldn't pop over $24. I mean, it's, 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 it's probably like 18, Twenty nine ninety nine on the eight year. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm lying. I don't know. It's anyways, it's, it's reasonably also, is it, priced. Is it Bacardi 18 or Bacardi eight? Oh, you got me there. Probably eight. So probably eight. And I was just at the math was a little bit off. With it. OK, so one, eight. One bit of truth to the story. No, you know, you know what it is? It's I added 10 to the uh, years distilled and I took it away from the price. A common, common mistake. Anyways, I, I would say I would suggest that you do that. Use that next time. And you mean when you Bill, say when you say distilled, you don't even mean that, right? That's another lie. You mean aged. Sure, that's so just, that's exactly a tiramisu exactly of lies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we all knew where I was going, so the general direction was was quite honestly spot on. Bill, hey, welcome to New I, News Episode One, everyone. Yeah, I was going to say, Bill. I'm pretty excited, Bill. And sometimes Dave, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if Dave McAvoy, he is our resident, we, you know, economist, people should know. Yeah. He, he's, he's the guy on, uh, you know, Freakonomics, which I forget his name, not Steven Dubner, but the other guy, he, he's that guy. Um, so we'll probably hear from him probably, I don't know what, once every six episodes. That seems right. That seems right. He'll pop in. Yeah. 
So I'm pretty excited uh, for a few reasons. Mm-hmm. One, uh, this will be what our fourth attempt, failed attempt at yeah. creating a podcast that lasts. Yeah. Uh, that's inclusive of the 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 Chumsford one. Yeah. Um, so can't wait to see how badly this goes. Uh, two. Uh, I'm happy that this time we've really limited our expectations uh, and we are only talking to really a subset. Really, we're just talking to about eight people on a WhatsApp loop um, and pretending as though that you are at least the expert and um, it will come as no surprise that I'm the resident idiot. Um, uh, but I like this, and I, and I like that. Actually, to be honest, I like that we're focusing, uh, keeping the focus pretty narrow. Uh, before I think uh, some of our problems here have, have been going way too wide, way too wide, too to, tackling too much. Here we're just we're gonna we're gonna take a few topics, get to it, get in and out. I think I think um, already five minutes in, not talking about crypto is a great start. I don't think that we've gone five minutes already, but uh, so I'll disagree with you there. There's a, but on there's that a note, timer, there's a timer. It's five minutes and twenty five seconds. Yeah, I'm not looking at that at all. I don't. I don't even want to acknowledge that. But I, hey, listen. On that note, let, let's dig in because I I think we got some whoppers to to deal with today. So uh, so so Bill, you you brought up this River Financial. Uh, this is I really today. I think we're going to focus a little bit on uh, exchanges. That's kind of like the the main topic here. We've got a few topics, some, some few articles to go in on. So, yeah. so Bill, you brought up River Financial. Yep. Clue me and the rest of the audience into why you want to talk about this. So, there's two. It feels like uh, that's not true. There's there's a couple different kinds of exchanges out there, but. One of the major exchanges in the United States is Coinbase, Coinbase, which uh, draws the ire of Bitcoiners a lot in a way that you and I have talked. It, it, to, from our perspective, it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about them later. But one of the complaints is that you know they they list um, what are called shit coins, uh, just crappy crappy. In whatever bad investments, I guess would be what what some people would call them. Although day traders would probably argue otherwise. Um, and and then there are sort of Bitcoin specific, Bitcoin focused um, exchanges, and one of which is River Financial. They are out of San Francisco. Um, I've actually met a couple of them. They're they seem super nice. I don't know if you ever met Rod from. Um, Bitcoin magazine, but he just uh, started um, at River Financial this past week. Um, okay. Unknown, small, s- small aside. Apparently, he's a very good ping pong player, uh, and I. Oh, almost, really? Yep. I almost had the hit. He and I and another guy were kind of hanging out, and we were going to go over to spin and play. I didn't. But know. then COVID. Well, this was even before that. I didn't know how good he okay. was, but then it came out later. I happened to be watching him talk about um, Bitcoin 2020 and some of the plans there, uh, and, and and it came up that that he was like growing up a very good ping pong player. Maybe he actually played in in tournaments and stuff. So I don't know. Oh if I'm wow! Happy. Okay, yeah, I, I called right. him out. I, I pinged him on DM'd him on the side. I was like, all right, dude, let's let's get it on. 
uh, as they, as they uh, say. That, yeah, yeah, they, that that's not a thing. Okay, just I mean, just side note here, Bill. I get that you're trying to make connections, but you don't DM somebody and say, "Let's get it on." That, oh. That's a completely different thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, okay. um, mm-hmm. so and, and these guys are, um, you know, I know that the Socratic seminars, which are a specific kind of Bitcoin meetup um, that you can find in different. There's one in LA. There's one in San Francisco. There's one in New York. Um, they generally try to stay anonymous. You don't, you don't, you don't take pictures and things like that. But yeah. uh, he is one of the organizers on the meetup page. So uh, Alex Leishman is one of the founders of River Financial, and he's also an organizer, right, of this like really nerdy meetup. My point just being yep. like they're in it. They're in the Bitcoin community. Yep. They, they they're doing all that, and their site is if you sign up to River Financial. It only is going to help you buy Bitcoin. Um, Okay. You can't do Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin SV, which is, right, a lot of people complain about Coinbase saying that. Can you you give, yeah, and can you give it the 30 seconds, like why would I want to use River Financial? They're an exchange, right? Yeah. Yeah, why would I want to use them as opposed to Coinbase? Because I can buy Bitcoin there. I don't have a good answer. No reason. Okay. The, the, okay. The, the reason why is because. Is you, there anything with pri- pri- this is like you know no. not knowing much about? Is there anything with privacy? No. Is there anything about like no. uh, ownership of no. the coins? No. No, none of that. Okay. All right. no, although you know what, you would send your dad there, right? Because you would feel comfortable knowing that your dad wouldn't come back and say, "Oh, I bought a lot of that Bitcoin cash you told me about," and you're like, "Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no, no," right? So they they don't try, they're just. One, they so focus the, on one product. So is the the difference that they have advisement attached to their exchange, whereas, like, as far as I understand, I mean, uh, you know, Coinbase doesn't really have advisement. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. They both, okay. Coinbase and River Financial, likely provide additional services on top of just purely yeah. an exchange. So sure. Oh, and that thus your DM. Now I get it. Okay, all right. The, all makes sense. <laughs> The the news that we're talking about that came out this last week is that River Financial just got um, a seed round of investment of about six million, about just under six million bucks. So good Mm -hmm. for them. Right. Good for those guys. Um, It's (laughs) but when I look at it and listen, I don't know from, you know, VC funds or whatever, but it's Polychain Capital, Slow Ventures, Castle Island, DG Labs. These are all crypto-focused funds. Yep. Right? And so then when we, when we turn to Coinbase, the, the news in the past two weeks has been two things. One, uh, that they – a while ago they bought a company called Neutrino that yep. had maybe gotten some legal trouble for spying on shit. Uh, I don't have that yeah, – it- do, do do you so this is actually th- something that like so I knew I knew about the purchase, um, but I actually didn't. I mean, because I'm lazy, right? And uh, and I'm not super deep into this world. I didn't follow. I didn't follow the money bill. And uh, so Neutrino, like, w- what the hell? Like, what is the deal with that business? Uh, I don't I mean, know. That's Neutrino, okay, right. Neutrino, I'm pretty sure they were uh, they were just a, an analytics company that could provide 
um, okay. blockchain analytics. Okay. Okay. So I, they're, I, I they're, believe they're they may a, have a gotten data... into, yes. Okay. But I Got believe it. they may have gotten to some trouble in the past. And so, sure. I mean, okay, but that, that actually makes sense. We'll talk about this in a second, but like that actually makes sense. They're just purely analytics because like the whole privacy thing that's going to, that will come up in a second. Um, it's a, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of messy like regulations around that, that like obviously this, the, the Bitcoin community, the crypto community, they're, they're particularly like, you know, sensitive to. So the Bitcoin okay, community. Right. Well, crypto in, in general, right? I mean, security, privacy is a big thing. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, if you're meaning, right. like, crypt, whatever, let's, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so they bought, and so this is all in counterpoint to River Financial. So Coinbase mm-hmm. is an exchange, and on top of that, they do a lot of things, right? They have institutional-level products. They have other products for large investors. They are, one of the, and one of their products is an exchange, Right. Um, and from the from the Bitcoin maximalist community, they fucking hate Coinbase. Like, so if you're ever at a Bitcoin maximalist party and you're feeling like maybe you're being left out and you just want to let people know you're on the right side, just be like, fuck Coinbase. And then everyone will be like, yes, exactly. Fuck Coinbase. And right. as an outsider and a business person, I look at. And, the- and, and just before you yeah, just before you go on, that is because. Any other coin in this, like any yes. any other, like yeah, any other coin that is 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 money based coin sort of thing, like is is shit yep. to a maximalist. Yeah, it's, it's, and they it's feel Bitcoin. Like, yeah, they feel also like that there's a, there's there's sort of a misleading. Like I sent my like the story I told, right? I sent my dad to go buy Bitcoin, and he came back and he bought Bitcoin Cash because right. they list all yeah. these shit coins. Uh, yeah. on, and now, right? So that's where they were already starting from. And now, in the past two weeks, the two bits of news that came out were they're considering listing. It depends on who's telling you the story. If you're just a normal person who knows what exchanges are, it would read, exchange that lists stuff, thinking about listing more stuff. More stuff, yeah. (laughs) If you're a Bitcoin maximalist, stupid shitcoin-loving Coinbase looking to list more shit coins to fuck people out of their money and sell their bags. Right. That's how they look at it. The other bit of news has been that um, the company that Coinbase bought a while ago. Well, let's let's first let's first dig into this for a second, because like I I mean, I, I as as a crypto and Bitcoin moron, I don't quite get this especially when you're talking about exchanges now if you are a person that is just like i am a bitcoin maximalist and blah blah, blah in, in a way i feel like the whole topic of exchanges or anything should in a way like you should be like fuck it all like you know like i, I we're just gonna do cold wallet sort of stuff uh and, and be off of an exchange but the idea of an exchange is to be able to invest in more than one type of money asset business whatever it is like i don't i don't like i don't understand what the problem is i don't either at at, at its core an exchange matches buyers and sellers of yep. various trading pairs and that, right. and they take fees off of that and that is all they do and so if they want to list pokemon cards against bitcoin 
good for them. And if there's a yeah. liquid market for that, good for them. The I sometimes feel that uh, Bitcoiners will speak out of both sides of their mouth, where on one hand, it's do your own research, don't trust anyone, um, I don't want anyone telling me what to do, right? And then they look at Coinbase where I, I would... If you, if you said, okay, based on that bill, what do you think they would say? I'd say, oh, they'd say, give me every combination possible. I don't want you as an exchange to dictate what I'm allowed to buy and not allowed to buy. And so, in fact, you should list everything and every combination of everything. And, and that's what you should do, exchange. You full, should be full, full transparency. Full right, transparency yeah. and, ac- is, and access. Yeah. And that is not, but that is not whatever. That's not the take. And, and I don't know why. Now, it, it, does some of it come down to, you know, you could, there, there's, and I, I don't know, because again, you're, you're about 10 steps deeper into this community than I am. And all, and right, also, so, so I'm 11 steps in then. Yeah, right. Yeah. But a bit, but I mean, like, you know, when is, is part of the rationale that um, if we keep diluting um, uh, cryptocurrencies and we, you know, we don't rally behind one single cryptocurrency, then there's no way that cryptocurrency is going to either be equivalent to or overtake fiat dollars is that is that kind of the rationale here or it is there just something more uh base level and dogmatic almost a religiosity around you know bitcoin that that triggers this i i don't i don't know Uh, okay I, i just i don't know because I think I, th- I think the former I would understand right like okay like hey listen you know uh, it's almost like well no hold on this no, time this, no. this time this Bitcoin, time for sorry Bitcoin maximalists believe that there is nothing you can do that doesn't make Bitcoin stronger and in fact all of these altcoins all of these experiments that have failed have only um, shown how. And if you have happened to read Parker Lewis's recent article about the anti-fragility of Bitcoin. I have not. You should. I not. Uh, I mean, it, basically, it's like nothing you can do can hurt Bitcoin. So, so I, I don't understand why Bitcoiners care. But so, okay. and then, okay. on, so now, so, so that's already where Bitcoin, uh, sorry, Coinbase was starting. Yep. The next thing they do... Besides saying that they are thinking about listing more coins on Coinbase, and to be clear, it's not mm-hmm. called Bitcoin Base. So on Coinbase, they're going to, uh, although what is a little bit noi- annoying is that Coinbase is a term. It's a specific, um, it's what, uh, when, when, a, when a block gets created, the miner pays himself his uh, six and a half Bitcoin, whatever it is now. That, tra- that, that transaction is called the Coinbase. It's where you I create, didn't know that. It's where you create. That's great. So I hate, yeah. I hate the fact that they need, right? I've always hated shit like that. But yeah, sure. So now Coinbase, they're a company looking to make money because guess what? They're a company. And sure. <laughs> they bought a company that does analytics. And this company can provide analytic tools, analytic software to allow people like the DEA, like the IRS like anyone who would want to pay money for this software to analyze the 
this is the important term, publicly available blockchain. And this has sent people fucking sideways, sideways, where you and I spoke about it. It's a you're living in a glass house that you can volunteer to live in. No one's making you. And so, yeah, like, what do you think? They're not like no one's everybody's just going to turn their like, look the other way. Right. So just to be clear, what they're I mean, the the the, yeah, the first thing that I want to make clear is that like they're not selling information that any person or company could find elsewhere. They are essentially using that information. Sorry, they are not selling information that anyone couldn't find elsewhere. Right. Like you can find it on your own if you were a good enough coder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 that's important because I, I mean, when I first read, when I first read the article, um, I, I was actually a little concerned, and I was, and I actually like, I was concerned partially for myself. Although I don't, I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not too paranoid, paranoid about the like the whole privacy thing. But like, I was a little concerned. But more than that, I was like, oh, this is this is really stupid, right? This, I mean, they are. They are putting out that they're doing they're doing this deal. They're putting out there that they're possibly you know breaching privacy to an industry to a, to a user base that cares so much about security and privacy. And I, and I was like, that is incredibly stupid. But once I dug a little bit deeper, I was like, wait, hold on, it, this actually doesn't seem like they're selling information that isn't already out there that Correct. somebody couldn't scrape. And and bring together. So really, the only service that they are selling and providing is is summarizing data that's already out there. I don't know the, but yes, yes. There's no. They are not hacking your privacy. Now, meanwhile, right? So that's at the. Bitcoin. Now I understand. By the way, but I totally understand how that can be used. It. I mean, I've been on a few of these like. Uh, yes, uh, you know Socratic seminar. I, I understand how that can be used to like yeah. attack or yes. identify people, yes. um, and I understand how uh, the, the path that that can go down. But I think at, at its base level, though, is like you know when you if these if people are attacking Coinbase for selling that information, I'm like, well, let, let's pause here. Like that information is already out there. Somebody's going to do it. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, like, and then so, meanwhile, right. The, the answer is, hey, listen, you're living in a glass house. There are ways where you can hide yourself in that glass house, either through, I don't know if you read the... Um, like suicide. The Just Bitcoin, uh, the, the, the recent Bitcoin Optech, uh, the, the most recent one, 102 it was. But th- So they talk about coin pools, join pools, um, join markets, wasabi. So th- these are all ways where you can either hide or obfuscate your transactions. So for instance, just high level, instead of me sending money to you, me, Fergal, John, and Brian all dump our money into a bucket, shake it up, and then out of that bucket comes payments. And so it just right. gets much harder to follow. So the, the people are working on, pri- like privacy is important, but when you're talking about the crystal clear house that I can look mm-hmm. into, and I could tell you every single thing about it, that's not the problem. So. So really, the, 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 the key here no. that we're seeing, though, is 
the, the question that has yet to be answered, and we're in the process of answering it, is Coinbase is by far the dominant player um, huh. in the United States. And they are raising it's the... It's plug and play. Oh, it's plug it, and play. It's, it's going sure to get... get but but yeah. I want to be clear, though. Coinbase, the company, too. The, the, again, they offer services above and beyond the app and, and sure. the exchange, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. And, yet, and yet the Bitcoiners hate them. At the same time, you see River Financial, a Bitcoin-focused exchange, beginning to receive right uh, indications of approval in the form of seed, you know, uh, seed investments. And so the question is, in the long run, how, how does that all play out? If we believe that Bitcoin is the strongest player and will likely be like maybe one of the only handful of winners, you know, one, two, let's say there's one, two, three, four, five winners out of all this in the long run, then you could maybe see companies like fin uh, River Financial suddenly being positioned in the lead because, because they, they had the, I don't want to say moral high ground, they were just right all along. Yeah, here, here's a cynical way of but they didn't have the moral high ground. They played to their base. Yes, sure. Yeah. Where, where, and then meanwhile, Coinbase is, I mean, the, the behemoth doing what? Just trying to make money every way they can. The kind of the capitalistic, right? They're not maybe into it for the ideals of Bitcoin. So it'll be interesting to see how that all, how that all plays out. You mean, yeah, especially since, I mean, like... If River Financial starts to continues to pick up ground, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think the thing would be that's going to be interesting for me is like if they just start to do the same, behave in the same type of way that Coinbase behaves, right? Because oh. that is a business. That's a business becoming a business, that, right? Yes. And it, right, Great and question. like, I, I, like I think we should cap it and and, and cut the episode here. But like, yeah. you know, I mean, the bigger question amongst all this is like as things build and gain traction i mean there's always gonna be this revolt of you look like the old thing but that new thing starting to look like the old thing because on some level the old thing that the everybody's railing against makes sense and works yeah and so what what is that line right um all right well one one in the books, the inaugural episode. Let's toss yeah. it out to the uh, let's toss it out to the loop. I don't, I don't even fucking edit it. 